0: It's me, Sarah-Jane Dyes, and I'm here to help you as any friend would, whether it's to give you a little bit of inspiration or a bit of a boost first thing in the morning, a way to help you move forward or maybe even cheer you up if you're having a bad day. Along with yours truly, I'll be bringing along people who have found ways to overcome and people who really inspire. It's a guaranteed feel-good smoothie for your soul. On the show with me today, I have my good friend and actor Ali Fazal. Now, most of us at some point in our lives face the challenge of body image issues. Whether you feel unhappy in the body you're in, feel the sting of external remarks on your body, or you feel like you're working towards a seemingly unattainable fitness goal and you don't know how to even start, there are countless completely valid reasons for us to feel this way. For Ali and I, there comes the unique aspect of being in an industry that fixates on our physical form. So I wanted to unpack his relationship with his body, with food, with bouts of low motivation, and how he navigates it all alongside the demands from his profession. Hi. So... I'm going to say many fabulous things about you because you've done many fabulous things. And as always, I've always been a big fan. The reason I wanted to talk to you, something that you said to me once, which was so honest and revealing. And now I know you're thinking, what on earth did I say? But it gave me a little a little insight into, I will use the word vulnerable side of you if I will, which was really endearing and I don't often meet people who are in front of the camera who are comfortable sharing that. So basically, this is what happened. I put up a post about being comfortable in my own skin. It was something about being comfortable in my own body and not giving a damn about what someone had to say. And I was literally just tired and frustrated of having to constantly be putting on weight and losing weight and looking a certain way. And you messaged me on the post for everyone to see saying, thank you for putting this up. And thank you for voicing something that perhaps you were feeling as well. So I really want to first thank you because it was really lovely of you to message me saying that. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today. People talk a lot about body positivity and I feel it's a very female driven conversation. There isn't that much conversation around how boys think about themselves and it's a legit thing. So I wanted to start off by really sort of just going back a little bit and you're a tall, large boy. I'm sure you had a few gawky moments in your life when you were sort of growing up puberty-wise. Or maybe you didn't. But what was your relationship like with your body when you were like going through puberty?
1: I mean, it was a school, right? And it was because I was in a boarding school. So I remember we were hungry people. <laughs> just hungry all the time. That's all I remember. Like seven years. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't like Rajma for a long time. Can you imagine? What? Sorry, why? This is totally off the topic because... Because they fed us Rajma All the time. at dinner almost every
0: night. and it oh, That was must really have been one pani- stinky dorm room, man. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <I> was- <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> God, we were quite shameless back then. But I never really had issues then. Because I was heavy into sports. I was, uh, you know, playing ball. I was playing hockey. I was uh, even uh, doing athletics and stuff. And because I was so sporty back then, I was quite lanky and injury prone and falana, everything had happened then. The corruption began when I entered the world.
0: So this brings me to my next question, actually, which is that the world that you entered in, which was the world of the industry that I'm in as well. And there's a lot of emphasis on how big you are, how small you are, especially for a guy, right? Need to bulk up for most of the time, bulking up, I think. And I met you when I looked at you and I saw you deadlifting like 80 kilos like you were picking up a toothpick like I have this visual imprinted in my brain so for me, for me I looked at you and I was like I hate him um, but also he's so hot but uh, I was just like what I wanted to understand was how did you cope with all of this like I'm sure you faced a situation where you've been told listen we need you to put on this weight or we need you to lose this weight how did you navigate through all of this?
1: Well, I mean, to begin with, the first time I was really asked to put on muscle muscle for something so specific was, was Mirzapur. And I'd never been that and I thought I thought that was a big leap of faith for Excel as well. You know, the guys who were casting me in this part because I thought this other part they'd offered me and I said, No, I don't think I lied. I said date sweets nay, you because know, I I just felt like I could bring something to the table with this particular part. And uh, then they said, okay. Apparently, they started photoshopping my, you know, different looks. And I said, you know, I think you should have a buzz, no hair, and this is the build. And they said, but that's nothing like you. And, you know, and and that brings me to a point because we are our last Fridays in this world. And so my image, even if I was a producer back then, I would never cast an Ali Fazal for something like this. Because you don't look the part, you don't feel it, you don't talk like that. So I think that was my big stepping into the shoes of just getting big and sitting in a gym, which I hated because I'm an outdoors guy. So for me, it was actually a four, six months of just being caged inside one room and pushing weight and loads of weight and, and I had to work double because I I didn't take anything cosmetic if you know that's the word they can we can use or any of those things. So yeah, I built size. I was eating a lot. By the end of it, I was weighing about 96, 97 kilos. Goodness. That was scary. That was fine then. It worked. Because for whatever thing, the action and blah, 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 the whole the whole series. But after that came the problem. That okay, how do I get back? Like, nobody's, nobody's coming back to help you for that, mm-hmm. right? Because job's done. Yeah. You know, it's like... Um, it's like there's no rehab for that. Or I don't know what the such word would be, right? Word. No, that's a yeah. great word. Or,
0: there's no rehab for it because you, you're putting in all this prep. Talk me through that. What uh, happened? Yeah, like there should. So I was just left
1: undone. And so I went on. Of course, I lost a couple of pounds and kilos here and there. I'd shoot a movie. And I did that rigorously because of the only way I knew. And the only way I suppose everybody knows is that, oh, you're unfit. Work out, run, work out, you know, and go crazy to a certain point that can help. But you don't understand your body that way. Sometimes you don't need a workout. Sometimes you're and this these are things I've literally probably learned in the last one month in all my thirty-four years of life. That we used to believe that our mind is, you know, it goes under stress and, and that is something you either go to therapy for or, you know, hey, let's work out, push in some adrenaline, you know, it'll be fine and some serotonin will happen and you'll start to smile. But what you don't realize is that our bodies also take the stress. You can't put it under more stress to get out of that
0: stress. And your body remembers as well. It remembers,
1: of course. And I probably got lucky because of muscle memory. Because my muscles remember a time where I was into gymnastics and basketball and all that stuff. So I can still take it. And I don't know how I took it. Because I was really pushing it. So that's the thing. So I think what the problem is that we get conditioned over time, especially in the films, that you're jumping from one look to the next. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of my close peers. That's all their life has become about. So in the last film, I was looking like this, but now I have to look like this. And so this journey in my life is only going to be about getting to that look. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking, shit, like this is all cosmetic. Like I I don't mean cosmetic, but I mean visual and only visual. And so I didn't realize for the longest time that I was just screwing up my insides. And, And of course, lo and behold, I mean... You know, life also happens. And in the middle, the pandemic happened. And then I lost my mom. I lost my granddad. And whatever. Those other things happened. And, and, you know, those tragedies happened. And, of course, I think everybody went through shit. But what I ended up doing was I basically corrupted myself the last year. And that's the time, I think, during the pandemic, right? This was Yes, during it the...
0: was during the pandemic.
1: Yeah. And I saw your post. And I realized, like, I probably had, like, I was probably stuffing cookies at that time or something. You know, I was just... <laughs> I mean... As much as I am for body positivity, I think there's a version we all have in our heads of ourselves. And, and a natural version. It is not a crime to say, I want to be slim. It is not a crime to say, I want to be slimmer than who I am now. Or it is also not a crime to say, Shit, I'm fat. That's not fat shaming. I think that's also some mindset that has screwed up a lot of people. Yeah. That, oh, you know, no, 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 don't say that. You know, you're politically using the right words and I sometimes feel you've got to call a spade a spade and and that's fine. But it's how you deal with yourself inside and I really corrupted myself from the inside. I think that's what happened. So, so basically it was finding the right diet or the right way of life, I suppose, uh, you know. That has happened like a month and a half back in my life.
0: Tell me about it. And What brought this change? What does the change look like? Is it a purely mental thing? Is it a physical thing? Is it a combination of both? Did you read something? Did someone say something to you? What happened? No,
1: just just met someone and we tried out, you know, started functional medicine and did some tests. And I had some allergies that I wanted to get tested for. And then I find out like... You know, I'm low on metals, you know, you you're just you know your nutrition has gone from inside, you know. I'm not having greens, uh vitamin K nampe lok uh, multivitamin lete and that's all they have. And you ask anybody, yeah I, I have my multivits. Why? Which one? What make? Where are you getting these made? Everything is so specific inside that I don't even know half of it. Yeah. And, and... and there's
0: also a lot to be said about intake and then absorption. Like, it's one thing that you're intaking things, but it's a whole other thing whether your body's actually absorbing it or not. Yeah. This yeah. is really good and really helpful to hear because I think I've been saying this for a long time now. It's not about diet, it's about nutrition. That's one way to look at how you treat your body. And another thing is that no two people should be eating the same kinds of food because everybody's constitution is so completely different. So these sort of, for lack of a better way of explaining it, but these fat diets and these sort of like supplements that get sold to you for getting bigger, getting smaller, getting high on this and low on that, you really need to first delve into what your body constitution is before you actually figure out what really works for you. Hey now, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Now this show is all about being happier by being healthier And we all know how difficult it is to stick to our health goals It's not just about committing to it in your mind But actually making sure you're putting the right stuff in your body Enter Nutrova they're a nutrition company that develops evidence based supplements to simplify your journey to your chosen health goals. Whether it's for your hair, skin, fitness, or general wellness, Nutrova's range of products contain the highest quality of nutrients with proven benefits for whatever your health goal may be. Check out Nutrova.com for more information. That's N U T R O V A.com. Now, back to our regular scheduled programming. What I wanted to ask you is, you know, you were talking about the whole relationship with working out, etc. And I, what I really wanted to understand is, do you ever think it's difficult to separate working out for yourself as opposed to working out for what other people demand of you or what the, the standards of beauty are? Like, do you, there's a differentiation there? Is it difficult?
1: Like I said, you know, the only time I felt honestly prisoned and claustrophobic was was when I had to prep for uh, this this gym body. Otherwise, like I I run to boxing. I love boxing. I love jiu-jitsu. I love a mix of everything. I probably have always found discipline in sport and I, I come from that discipline. You know, when we used to play soccer on the field or hockey and, and we're roughing it out, right? We're out there or basketball, but there's this discipline there. And I suppose it's the same thing that I use in my craft. I mean, it doesn't have to be sport to sport. It can be in life. You know, it's the same thing that kept me away from doing ads for a long time. It's, it's this little selfish thing inside my head, this tiny little man inside my head that says, no, I'm not going to give you the pleasure on the cost of me.
0: Elaborate that? What do you mean?
1: It's like, you know, when I'm doing and I'm pushing weights and all, I'm doing it for, you know, and there's somebody out there who's ordered me to do this. And I have a problem with that. Or just, you know, selling a product, which was a problem for a long time. But then, of course, you slowly realize we're all part of packaged goods, no matter what you're doing.
0: I think also what strikes me about everything you're talking about is also achieving that kind of a balance between who you are and what you do. And I think that's that's a constant learning for, especially for it us. It is, right? Yeah. It's a constant learning.
1: How do you deal with it? Do you ever feel like the actor, you know, kind of just merges into... Your so
0: for me, I'm always torn between the, there's the celebrity, there's the actor and then there's me because the actor doesn't really care about the celebrity. But the celebrity is what gets pulled up for endorsements and stuff. And that's when, you know, it's the celebrity that needs to show up looking a certain way or endorse a certain product or etc, cetera, et cetera. Whereas when I'm acting, I'm just acting. I really don't care what I'm wearing, you know how I'm coming across to people, etc, etc. So it's a constant battle, but I constantly practice grounding, like every single day and every single moment. And that keeps me very rooted in my reality. So my boundaries are very clear. So I know what I will and will not do and I've just gotten okay with it. So if there is a product that I will not endorse, I will not endorse it. And thankfully, we live at a time and age when people are looking at sustainability. People are looking at stuff that's beneficial for the environment and beneficial for human beings. So if you really want to sort of get down into the nitty gritty of picking what you're putting your voice behind, you can. It's sometimes very tough and you do have to walk a thin rope. But I try as much as I can to inform myself as much as I can about what I'm endorsing or what I'm talking about, so that's how I sort of. Interesting.
1: And sorry, one last question. No, it's fine. What do you, How do how do you see body? Like, what is body positivity? Or the words. So. How do they ring? I mean.
0: It's you, just being comfortable in my own skin, and I've what a lot of people don't realize about me is that I went from how I look right now. I was 14 kilos bigger. I don't think you knew me then. But I was 14 kilos bigger. And when I was 14 kilos bigger, people were like, oh, you're fat, right? And at that time, size zero was in. And then when I became this way, the Kim Kardashian figure became what's in. And that's what I looked like back then. So I was like, I was just like missing the boat on both ends. But I really just took the time in. Constant self practice and constant grounding, and constantly literally doing things like looking myself in the mirror and saying, I love you over and over and over again, which I used to laugh at first when I first started doing it. But I really cannot, I know that some people are going to cringe when I say this, but I cannot emphasize the importance of self love when it comes to body positivity. You just have to be, am I healthy and am I okay with the way I look? It's really also for me right now become more about being healthy than anything else. I'm happy to put on weight or lose weight for a part. But it's again about how do I come back to my center? How do I come back to who I am? How do I come back to my standards?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's the least we owe ourselves. It's so important. I mean, I'm hoping I reach a point where I can be really just be able to listen to what your body wants at what time and what are you feeding it and what is happening inside. We never know, right? We just have ideas.
0: What I wanted to sort of also ask you is that, you know, I hear you when you say that you have to train for a part, you also get drawn to sports, but I'm sure that you have days of sort of low motivation or low sort of energy when you are (laughs) big eyes, when you're kind of like, Ali does not want to get out. Ali does not want to adult today. So how do you cope? What do you do?
1: That's every day. I can't, I can't. Adulting is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's just wrong i can't do it but yeah to the other part of the question where yes there are there are lazy days god i think i'm sometimes a sloth
0: so then how do you unsloth
1: well i recently discovered yoga i think Oh, was uh,
0: very excited i did not did not know this oh my god we haven't <laughs> spoken like in too s- long tell me more
1: yeah, yeah 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 no just great i think it's um well, I used to really look down upon it, not look down upon it, I think it's great. It's just that I always wondered, okay, now I've learned the breath, but then what do I do with it? Because I think there's so much that can be done with breath. And of course, because I've, in my craft, I've done breath work and probably studied that as a means to help emotion and other stuff. So yoga doesn't do that. It gives you the posture, it gives you the breath. And then leaves you there. And that's what I thought it was. And and I felt so stupid and naive, you know, because I was like, yeah, well, it's very bored. But then, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's bored. God, it's like, I, I'm almost, I feel like there's a yoga community that's going to come after me. Uh, everybody comes after everybody these days. I think it's really cool. Anger. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah. And it's been, uh, it really pulls me out of that. Because you're competing with yourself for the largest part of it.
0: Oh God, can I please just can I, <laughs> Don't tell your I younger instructor that. <laughs> just be like, you're not supposed to be competing yourself. You're supposed to be okay. not competing. I suppose my the human brain
1: that I have, which is less evolved, thinks, okay, you know, there's not a second person or not an idol or a inspiring figure that I'm looking up to in this particular thing or a weight that I'm hoping to reach. You know, when I'm pushing bars or, you know, or or 10 pull-ups or 20 pull-ups. No, I'm getting, I'm trying to reach this particular, this beautiful shape, which is going to be made out of my body, you know, and so the limits will be decided according to my body. That's beautiful, Ali. That's what I meant, you know, in terms of competition. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So we've been through sort of like the journey from puberty up until now. What's your relationship with food right now and nutrition?
1: It's a bit of love and hate because i'm trying out new things i've stopped for just now for another month i'm gonna be off like just carbs and stuff i off sugars off a lot of things because i'm also just a whole detox happening for years of corruption i suppose it's the least i can do but i'm also discovering greens i'm also discovering um so many colors on my plate i mean of course sometimes i feel like a god i can't even say the name of that animal but you know, I'm just always chewing. A cow? <laughs> yeah.
0: A cow that's yeah. always chewing. I was going to say, yeah. I feel like a rainbow threw up on your plate. But yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. Cows regurgitate yeah. in their own mouth and then chew it. Exactly. Yeah. Great. So you have grown into a multicolored food eating cow. Ah! No, no. No, no. <laughs> what God. a wonderful no, evolution. A yoga doing. Multicolored food eating person. Lovely, lovely.
1: But it's nice. I'm liking it. I think it's very interesting. Um, and it's all kinds of food. It's it's not like it's uh, vegetarian only or non-vegetarian only. So it's a bit of a good mix.
0: Nice, nice. Right, okay. I have to ask you two things. One is, so you're having a day and suddenly this horribly negative body-related thought comes into your head, Right. What's your instant remedy or your instant affirmation or whatever it is? What do you do to kind of snap out of it? I
1: I still don't know. I haven't figured it. It it ruins my entire day sometimes. It has ruined, oh, so many days. So many days. Or even, even I think, God, I feel like words are so strong. And you're right. Like, we probably need affirmations. And I think we're not used to um, saying things to ourselves. But every time we hear it, and God forbid if it's a stranger... Or, or somebody you don't know, and they just, you know, pass by and very casually say something, and it sticks with you. And screws up the entire Which day.
0: somehow I feel culturally, and I don't mean to diss anybody or my culture, I love it. But it's somehow I find that over here, people find it almost okay slash necessary to comment about how you look first. Before they ask you how you are. Yeah. So it's always oh moti okay, oh, patli hoge, oh, like my Who I met the other day They're like Oh my god You got so tanned I'm like oh, I like it buddy <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah yeah. I don't know If it's like a thing It's like a Takya galaam ki wo. When you meet haan. someone You say Yeah I think we are conditioned
0: Yeah yeah. But let's flip that For a second What would you say To someone else Who was having a Low body confidence day
1: Man I mean I would say just uh, It's such a tough thing With everybody I, I know how it feels and it's, a, you know, it's this, uh, what they call it, the, the gut-wrenching moment, you know, where you just crunch up or some v- version of you crunches up inside, you know, and, and becomes really chota and and you feel really intimidated. And, you know, I if I could, I'd just hug those people out. Like, I'd just give everybody a hug or something.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yes. Coming oh, from you, know. it would be a yeah. bear hug. So, yeah. Yes. I love yes. hugs. Lovely. Lovely. Well, thank you. This has been most wonderful and I have uh, asked you all the questions that I've been aching to ask you for a very long time.
1: I have a question. Yes. You've had both sides, right? Yes. Overweight and under. And I mean, I remember seeing you that one time, which was not a good time, I know, but you shrunk. Like, which side of it did you feel more unhealthy?
0: Oh, under. But under was associated with a lot of mental, with grief, right? That's why. So over had happened because I had PCOD. That was a hormone thing. So there was still some semblance of it being in control because I could medicate maybe or I could whatever. But the under happened because I lost dad. That was something that was completely out of my control. So the grief just, it's like sucked that, you know, just all the love, I love food. Any love that I was getting from the nutrition that I was eating was just not sitting on my body. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I so, remember
1: seeing you that time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's it. That's really that that's it. It's not a better or worse or it's a combination of course of how you feel as well. So yeah. So that. But um yeah, thank you for asking me that question. Thank you, Ali. Thank you, Baba. Alright, you just heard my conversation with actor Ali Fazal. There's definitely a lot to unpack here, but what I'm going to be thinking about is how the only person who should be making decisions for your body is you. And it is not wrong to have a personal fitness goal as long as it's holistic and makes you truly happy inside and out. Check the show notes to see where you can follow Ali and his work. And for more feel-good vibes, head to figoco, that's F-E-G-O-C-O, on Instagram.